When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Fox Sports Radio. This is Up on Game. Caught by Hushmanzada for the touchdown. You want NFL experience? Manning lobs it. Burris alone. Touchdown. And it's intercepted. LeVar Arrington. Then this is the show for you with LeVar Arrington. Matt Corral could possibly play himself into the starting job. TJ Hushmanzada. They lose first round. Mike McCarthy's out of there. And Plaxico Burris. Tom Brady's no longer there. It's turned into a dictatorship up there in New England. Three of the best to ever do it on and off the field. Live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios. Here's Pro Bowlers LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion Plaxico Burris. Are you trying to go hunting? Welcome into the show, and yes, you heard that correctly. It is just myself, TJ Hushmanzada, and Mr. Plaxico Burris uh, doing the show today. LaVar is supporting his Penn State Nittany Lions as they're about to kick off in the Peach Bowl against Old Miss. This is Up On Game. We're broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free row hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. Now, as we're doing this show, or you're watching the Penn State game, you can tweet us at LeVar Arrington, at Who's Shady for at Plaxico Burris, also at Fox Sports Radio. You listen live in the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR or Fox Sports Radio. Search up on game wherever you get your podcast. Plax, normally we do this. Wake up. It's clear skies and palm trees today. It's dark skies and rain. Oh, oh man, it's terrible oh. out here right now. <laughs> oh, not in what? southern southern Cali- sunny California. Man, dark skies and rain. Other than that, man, I'm I'm doing great. How you doing? <laughs> oh man, everything is good over here, man. You know, we we used to do those kind of things over here. So, uh, you know, a little chilly, but not as cold as you would expect it to be during this time of the year. So we'll take it. It's supposed to clear up, you know, okay. later today. It, it has rained a few hours a day, then it clears up. Good for the, you know, especially the the players that's playing in the Rose Bowl, Bama, Michigan, 
they won't have to worry about playing in the rain. It's going to clear up by Monday. But what ain't going to clear up is that relationship between Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos. They're they're headed for a divorce. Right now, they separated. They just living in the same house. Divorce is coming shortly. I knew it was problems when Sean Payton went off on Russell Wilson because I had never seen any coach go off on his quarterback like that ever on the sideline during a game. Right, right. Never. What do you make of what has transpired this week now? Okay, he's been benched. Okay, we're going to Jared Stidham. Now, Russell Wilson comes out and says, oh, yeah, they approached me after the Chiefs game, told me if I didn't push back my guarantees, they were going to bitch me. What do you make of the situation that's going on with Denver Broncos and Russell Wilson? Man, when I first heard that, I was like, wow, man, I, I was floored. I mean, I really was. And now, you know, us as players, like, we know the business. We know the things that go on behind closed doors in those walls. And now the public is getting a sense of how ruthless this business can be. Um, I don't remember a time where a guy would sign a contract and the organization and the team would come to him and tell him if he doesn't renegotiate his contract from an injury standpoint, we're going to bench you so you're not going to get your guaranteed money. So basically, Russell Wilson is a healthy scratch. They are not mathematically out of the playoffs. So with that being said, they're like, listen, we don't give a damn about the playoffs, but Russell Wilson is not going to get his damn money either. Right. And that's basically what they've come out and, 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 and done and said. And for, and for John Elway to be a former player and the general manager of this team, to come to, to, come to a player and to understand and to know how hard this game is to play, and we play it from you know from a love and passion, and going out there and you know making money and doing all the things that we aspire to be. For him to pull this on Russell Wilson, John Elway, you should be ashamed of yourself. He really should be, because now what you said to your team. Sean Payton, this organization, former players, players, and everybody on the outside looking in. You don't even give a damn about the team and and making the playoffs. You're going to scratch Russell Wilson, who was able to play, and he gives you the best option to win at the quarterback, but that doesn't matter to you anymore. It's come so much of a business that you are willing to take money out of this guy's pocket. Because I guess you, I guess you think he's undeserving of it. You guys signed the contract. Never in my, never in your right mind would you say, th- think to yourself as a player, like, man, well, listen, you know, if I can stay healthy, and you know, play all sixteen games, then you know, I'll get my guaranteed money in the off season. Not for one second do you think that the team is going to bench you on purpose just so you don't get paid. And man. That it, it, it for, for Russell Wilson to come out and say what he said uh, yesterday, a couple of days ago, that the team came to him and they told him after the Chiefs game, after you beat if, the Chiefs, yeah, if you don't renegotiate your contract, we're going to bench you so you don't get your guaranteed money. And 
He's, he, he's able to play, but you, 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 you take him out of the game, you name him, he's not the starting quarterback, and the only way that he cannot get his money is that he is physically unable to throw a football. And the only way for them to do that is to take him out of the game. I remember uh, this may have happened, you know, not to this degree, but I've seen two instances happen with two players who I have a lot of, you know, admiration for. Um, One was Charles Woodson and the other one was Donovan McNabb. Because I'm saying to myself, you look at these Hall of Fame worthy gentlemen, and where they were in their career and what they gave to those organizations. And to be able to be let go, obviously, you know, Charles Wilson going to Green Bay and obviously, you know, Don McNabb, I believe he went to Washington after this transpired. But both of these guys had $10 million signing bonuses. I mean, roster bonuses in, uh, in their contracts in the last year of their deals. $10 million. And they would do this roster bonus in March. And the Oakland Raiders at the time and the Philadelphia Eagles chose to move on from Charles Woodson and Donovan McNabb over $10 million roster bonuses who guys that you thought would never leave an organization. And that was one of the instances that, that I saw as a player. And I started doing my contracts different. Um, I didn't receive any roster bonuses, you know, in my contract after I have seen teams do that to them. Because I'm like, well, damn, if they can do that to Charles Wilson, they can damn sure do it to me. So I started doing my contract different moving forward, try to get, you know, much as my guaranteed money in the first two or three years. I never had a roster bonus going into a fourth year of my deal. Because when I saw that, it's like, you know what? All that money is is, is figured into your contract. I'm, I'm going to never see it. And that, that was what I was afraid of. But now I see this, John Elway, you've taken $37 million out of this man's pocket from a former player that sang this, played the same position for this organization. Man, he it's not John Elway. It's the GM, George Patton. And let's be honest. Well, what do you think John Elway is? Let, let's be honest. It's Sean Payton. Let's, let's no, just call it what no, it is. It's I don't Sean Payton. That. No. It's Sean Payton. No. And I don't believe Sean. I don't believe Sean Payton gets in gets involved with a contract with Russell Wilson before he even got there. I don't believe it's Sean Payton. Listen, the way let me just say this: Russell Wilson has he's playing good football this year. He played terrible football last year, but Russell Wilson was never the quarterback that was going to be the reason you win. Big. He wasn't that in Seattle. It was more of a team effort than it was, okay, let's get on Russell's back and he's going to carry us. Now, when you go back, just just this year, and, and I'm going back to when Sean Payton went off on Russell Wilson, it all makes sense now. But Sean Payton is lucky. He chose the right one. And it's how you know Russell Wilson is a true professional. Because Sean Payton would have chose the wrong one, it would have ended up bad. And he knows that. And I'm just bringing the viewers into how grown men in the locker room, like, I don't play with some dudes that you disrespect them anyway. It didn't matter who it was. They was putting hands on you. Like, coaches were scared of guys. 
Absolutely. And for him to do that on the sideline and Russell not respond knowing what was going on behind closed doors, knowing they wanted to bench him, knowing he said no, and so I think that kind of pissed Sean Payton off. And so he berated him on the sideline. He lucky it was Russell Wilson and the type of professional dude he was or that he is because he just sit there and took it. So, TJ, so let me ask you this question. If you if you think Sean Payton made this decision, then why didn't he put him on the bench after the Kansas City game? Probably because they hey, won. He, he could have came out and said, Russell Wilson's not playing this week. He's not the starting quarterback. If, if Sean Payton was in charge of this decision, it would have been done way before now because he makes the call as the, as the head coach. He's, he says who's starting and who's not. So it didn't come from Sean Payton. But Sean Payton is running the show on that team. We all know that. He's running the show. We know that. Like, Sean Payton has the power. He is running that show. And, and so, it, 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 and, and, and I'll get it. I get it. Maybe Russell Wilson isn't operating the offense the way Sean Payton wants. That's fine. Football-wise, he may not be playing the way Sean Payton expects him to play and wants him to play. That That's fine. But to disrespect him the way that he did on national television, like, yeah, you're the coach. And technically, you're our boss when I say our, the players. But it has to be a respect. I'm telling you, when I saw that, I was like, wow. Like, I, I don't recall ever seeing that because I know some of the players that I played with and I know how crazy these dudes were. And I'm like, man, he lucky he didn't do that to the wrong dude. And Sean Payton can be fiery. And, you know, that was our generation of coaches. You know, they get in your face, they yell at you, they cuss you out. And now we're seeing a generation of uh, coaches that they don't do those type of things. It, it, it's more of a uh, let's work things out, let's talk type of thing. And so for Russell Wilson, yeah, they're separated right now. Their divorce is coming very, very soon. It's now where can he land on his feet? Um, what does Jared Stidham do? I mean, last year when the Raiders, Jared Stidham is like, this just must be par for the course for him because the Raiders benched uh, their car. And if I'm not mistaken, Jared Stidham's first start was against the 49ers, and he went crazy. They lost. But, man, he played lights out. And so if he plays lights out, they're, oh, they should have been bench Russell Wilson. And, and we're not talking about, you know, Russell Wilson's play here. If Sean Payton doesn't feel like he's playing football the way I need my quarterbacks to play, I get it. I'm not removing any language out of my contract. Uh, no, sir. I'm not pushing anything back. No, sir. As players, understand this first and foremost at all times. It's a business. Mm-hmm. At all times, it's a business. Because as much as we love football, it's always a business to them. Always, so, so, always, so, always. So, TJ, 
So regardless of what happens with the Denver Broncos moving forward, if Stidham comes out and he's playing awful, he has two or three picks in the first quarter or first half, Russell Wilson does not see the football field for the rest of the season. Nah, 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 nah. He not he not seeing the field the rest of the season. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> no. And and it goes to show you. And what you what you just said, they're still mathematically alive for the playoffs. <laughs> Man, I've seen crazy things happen. And that's what I'm saying. And so these coaches get up and preach this and preach. Does it really matter or, or is it the financial team, team reasons first, why? Team first, team right. first. This ain't team first. What about the rest of the players on that roster that feel like Russell Wilson gives them the best chance? What, what about those guys? Is it, is it about winning now? Or is it about the business? And, and so what is it? You know, that that's the thing that people don't take into account. There's people in that locker room that support Russell Wilson. And when this came out, I'll be honest with you, Plex. I was like, you know, the Broncos, This is if this is what they want to do, this is fine. I, I was okay with it. But, but now, then, but then when you found out hearing, why it was happening, yeah. Now, now I'm not okay with it. No, nah, that that's not cool. Because Hell no, Plex. I played with a guy when he got cut. The team hired security. They were scared of him. They were scared to cut him. They hired security. That when they went and told him he was being released, security was there, present, because they didn't know what he was gonna do. Mm. I'm t- like. And the the people that are listening, I don't think they understand like how out of control some of these dudes be. Oh, you gonna cut me? Oh, okay, I'm gonna tear this thing up then. Mm-hmm. And if you in here, you part of what's gonna get torn up. And, and so Russell Wilson, he handled it. Man, can you imagine uh, being told this and then you throw an interception in the game? You're like, oh, they're gonna probably pull me now. Like, can you imagine what was going through his mind? Yeah, because, because he I- knew. What was happening behind closed doors? Yeah, when I sat and listened to his press conference, you know, I say to myself, you know, the, the way he has been playing over the what, last month and a half or two months, and him knowing that, and him knowing what was said behind closed doors and have to deal with that day in and day out from a mental standpoint and didn't have to go out and play well, you going to work every day as a player, you're the starting quarterback on this team, and you don't know on a day-to-day basis if you're going to be benched or not because it's yeah. already been brought to your attention. Yeah, man, it's crazy. We we got to take a break. We can, we can talk about this for hours, but we can't do that on this show. We will get into some college football playoff once we yes, come back. Yes, we do. Up on game, Fox Sports Radio. That's Plaxico Burris. I'm TJ Hushmanzada. We'll be right back. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, the think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two liter, right? If you have, 
then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Track your picks and play against others for a shot to win huge cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code UPONGAME for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code UPONGAME only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Welcome back in Up On Game, live from the Tyrac.com studios. I'm TJ Hushmazada alongside Plaxico Burris. And shortly after the show, our podcast will be going up. If you missed any of today's show, be sure to check out the podcast. Just search Up On Game wherever you get your podcast. And... Be sure to also follow, rate, and review the podcast again. Just search Up On Game wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll see this show posted right after we get off the air. The weekend is here. When I say the weekend, it's the New Year's Eve and New Year's Day weekend college football playoff. First off, happy holidays to everyone. Um, We'll see you next week, but happy New Year. Early Happy New Year's from myself and Plaxico to everyone listening. This college football playoff. Now, you know, if if you're not in the college football playoff and you're going to be a first-round pick, the thing to do is opt out. And so the bowl games really don't matter. You know, let me ask you this. This is not even on uh, the rundown. Let me ask you this. Let's be quick with this. What happens, Plax, when schools are now paying guys NIL money and they opt out of a bowl game? How that work? If you getting paid, if they start allowing the schools to like pay the players, what happens when a bowl game and they opt out? Because technically, you're being paid to play. I really don't know. I don't know if if the um, the bowl game is considered another season, but I think that it's actually going to flip flop. I think NIL and they're going to start paying the players to play in the bowl game. That's what I think is going to happen moving forward. Just like uh, just that modern. Okay, Harrison we'll give you Caleb X amount to play in this one yep. game. Yep, and these guys are opting out. If somebody comes to Marvin Harrison Jr. and be like, hey, man, we're going to give you $2 million to play in this bowl game. 
Now everything is starting to change, and I think that's what we're going to start to see from the NIL as far as these players skipping out on bowl games. It's going to start going the other way. Maybe by the sponsors or whoever the game is being held by, like a Chick-fil-A. Maybe they come and say, hey, you know what? So-and-so, Caleb Williams, we'll give you you know, 500 grand or whatever the case may be to play in this bowl game because they want the ratings and they want, you know, uh, the revenue from, from their bowl game. So I think that's what, that's what's going to happen. But, uh, you know, we've seen this start to take place over the, over the, you know, uh, you know, recently over the last 10 years, you know, guys that are high draft picks and just not putting themselves in harm's way as far as, uh, you know, going to the next level. One, two guys that just pop up, pop into my mind is, I mean, you look at uh, what's my guy's name that went to uh, Alabama? Oh, Jameson Williams. He ends up tearing his ACL in a bowl game down in Alabama. Ends up missing basically his whole. Man, that's you know, crazy. Year. If they literally start to pay guys Absolutely. for one game, but you, you, if you can't NIL, see that happening. I, I can see it happening not for one game for over the course of the season. And it can be when you play in this game, you get this. When you play in that game, you get that type of deal. But it will be interesting to see once players start to get paid, right? do we and continue to see the opt-out now? Because if you're not in the college football playoff and you're at a premier program like Ohio State and you get left out, it's like, oh, why play in a ball game? So that, that will be – that would be interesting. I was just thinking about that. But TJ so. also, but moving forward now with these NIL deals and these contracts for these players, the the uh, the bowl game will be implemented into the contract and the NIL deal. Your your deal, your NIL deal or whatever, is voided if you don't play in the bowl game. So I I think that's one of the ways that's uh, it's going to be fixed. Also, that'd be interesting. Now, the first game on New Year's, Michigan Alabama. <laughs> How's that gonna go? And who you like? Man, you know what? You Michiganders, man. I, I just don't understand it. Oh, I from, forgot. From the player, from the player standpoint, <laughs> did y'all really hold interviews and say I, we don't understand how Power Five team that's undefeated like Florida State didn't get into the championship? Really? You don't care about Florida State? You just don't want to play Alabama? Everybody sort of looks on your face when you got Alabama on TV. You really want that really happy, were you? You're the number one team in the country. And now you're complaining about Alabama shouldn't even be here? Are you kidding me? Don't, don't, don't do that. And you know what? I'm going to take it a step further. I think the worst thing that happened, can happen in Michigan in this game on New Year's Day is that they just get manhandled. And it's not going to be a close game. If you want to make some money, take the, take, the, take the spread and take Alabama money line because if you give Nick Saban 30 days to prepare for you for a football game, you mitch me, you can forget about it. And if you're Michigan, every player at Alabama is better than the player across from him at Michigan, athletically, physically, speed, whatever the case may be, they are going to be in shock when they play against Alabama and they see how physical and how fast these guys that play at Alabama. They don't go to Alabama to play to Alabama. They go to Alabama to go to the league. Cats go to Michigan, they go to play for Michigan. These cats that's going to Alabama, 
they trying to go to the NFL, period, point blank. So when you get out there Monday and you playing against, you know, these these are this premier talent, just understand that you're playing against future NFL players. Hey. Well, just so you know, Michigan has future NFL players as well. So I'm gonna just let it be no- they Michigan beating Alabama. Michigan going to win this game. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. Michigan is so good up front on both sides of the ball. But they They're a better team than up. Alabama. They could barely run the football against Iowa. Did you watch the game? I mean, these are – Iowa they number one is – They could barely a, run the ball against Iowa because, you know what, Michigan is used to bullying everybody. Hey, how is Alabama going to score? Milrow just going to run around? How are they going to no. score? It's the defense of Alabama that's going to give Michigan so many problems because, you know what, JJ so, McCarthy if anything, then bet the under. Bet the under. J.J. McCarthy is not a very accurate quarterback when it comes to throwing the football. Nick Saban is not going to let Michigan j- just line up and run the football on him. He's going to play man-to-man, press man on the corners. If you play man-to-man, man eventually, eventually somebody going to get open and these or these, these it'll be a couple of big P.I. calls. And tight ends are not going to be able to get open against these defensive backs. I'm telling you right now, they're going to play man-to-man the whole entire game and put eight in the box and take away the quorum and that running game. And as far as that J.J. McCarthy running sideline to sideline, Alabama's too fast for you, that. You don't think they that Michigan has a tight end that can they, they might have a tight end, done? but when it comes to beating man-to-man out there on the You don't think their J- receivers can – no. Like, I, I just feel like Michigan I've is being it. overlooked now. And, and I know you're biased because, you know, you're a Spartan. And, and I get I, I get the bias. You, <laughs> I'm telling you what Nick Saban is going to bring to Jim Harbaugh and his football team. No. It's going to be a lot of speed and a lot of physicality. And they are not going to let Michigan get up there and run the football down their throat. That is not going to happen. They Michigan. just beat Georgia. Do you hey? Do you think Michigan can beat Georgia? Anybody can be beat. Alabama beat them. Uh, yeah, Alabama, beat. Alabama should have lost to Auburn. I mean, fourth and goal from the thirty-one yard line. That defensive coordinator wouldn't have made it back to the locker room if I was the Auburn coach, hey, bro. You can Could have, would have. I'm just Four. telling you what's gonna happen when they line up against these boys on Monday. They gonna be like, I, I Damn, believe Michigan fast. is a better team than Alabama. J- just overall and. You know, Nick Saban having 30 days to prepare. Harbaugh has 30 days to prepare. And, and so that, that goes that goes both ways. I, the interesting part is when – how much has Milrow improved in that time? Because obviously we've seen him improve over the course of the season. And, and so if he continues to progress, obviously now that gives Alabama an advantage. Hey, but throwing the football is, is going to be a struggle for Michigan playing against this defense and man-to-man coverage. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not so sure of that. But I know what I'm sure of. We must get to Isaac Lowen crime. We got to go to Ilo with the updates. We got a trade that has just gone down, fellas, in the NBA. Multiple outlets are reporting that the Toronto Raptors are trading OG Ananobi to the New York Knicks for R.J. Barrett, Emmanuel Quickly, and a second-round draft pick. Meanwhile, in college football, at the Peach Bowl, we've got number 10 Penn State and 11th-ranked Ole Miss 
tied at three with seven minutes and 13 seconds left to play in the first quarter. Last night at the Cotton Bowl, ninth-ranked Missouri shut down number seven, Ohio State, 14-3. They held the Buckeyes to 203 yards of total offense and two out of 15 on third downs. In the NFL, the Philadelphia Eagles have just downgraded linebacker Zach Cunningham and tight end Albert Okoye Bunam to out for tomorrow's game against Arizona due to injuries. The Green Bay Packers have downgraded cornerback Eric Stokes to out for tomorrow's game against the Minnesota Vikings due to a hamstring injury. Finally, fellas, in tennis today at the Brisbane Open in Australia, a first-round match between former U.S. Open champion Dominic Thiem and Australia's James McCabe was interrupted when a poisonous eastern brown snake considered by experts to be the second deadliest snake in the world slithered onto the court the match was temporarily suspended and tournament officials called on a professional snake catcher named lucas perrette who spoke with nine news in queensland i was literally driving to my other job they put a tarp down so he'd gone under the tarp he called himself up under there obviously trying to keep himself safe just chilling out trying to get away from the big crowd i think my wife is a massive tennis fan um we actually have tickets for next saturday and sunday um and when i texted her go i'm going to pick up a snake from the brisbane international she went no way get me get me an autograph no word yet whether the snake catcher's wife wanted an autograph from a player or from the snake itself fellas back to you wow wow that's crazy well that trade is crazy to me in the nba so we got cuffs that's joining us last minute that's what professionals do man y'all need me i'm there cuffs what's going on baby how you doing man man we got a we got a semi-blockbuster trade going down toronto and new york man rj barrett they sent him packing and he go and that he's from is he from toronto Yep. Yeah, he's from Canada. He's a Canada kid, born and raised. So I know he yep. he's really ecstatic right now to go back home, man. But I think I think the Raptors might have fleeced the Knicks in this trade. They man. fleeced them. That's what I said. <laughs> so Emmanuel Quickly, right? Emmanuel Quickly, who I picked to be the sixth man of the year. It, it looks like Austin Reeves is going to get that, but I think this going to work out <laughs> well for Emmanuel Quickly because he's going to get an even bigger role with Toronto. So basically, right now. You can say the Raptors got back two starters for a guy that's averaging 15 points, OG, on an OB. Like, I don't really see the math mathing right now, but we're going to see, man. Man, the New York Knicks always are doing things that don't add up mathematically, <laughs> whatever the case may be. But me, but me being here, man, watching R.J. Barrett play over the last month and two months, he just hasn't been playing well. You know, he, he's been slumping with in, in, uh, as far as making basket. I don't think he had, he had, he's had a 20-point game in the last month and a half or whatever the case may be. And uh, listen, I, I just think that they weren't getting enough out of him that they thought he was going to be in, what, year four, year five. Now, they really kind of expected R.J. to, you know, really mature and to be an NBA all-star caliber player, and he just hasn't at this point. You know what the problem is with R.J., man? Um, I've always liked the kid. You know, I'm a Duke fan. He went to Duke. He came up short at Duke. He's always had the skill set as far as the natural physicality and all that. He has the NBA body. I think the issue with R.J. Barrett is, man, he is just a one-hand bandit. He has no right hand. He has no right hand, so he's lacking in the skill development department. But I think he might have a better role 
you know, less pressure. You know, playing in New York, Plax, you played in New York. Mm-hmm. It's a different type of microscope. So I think he's going to go back home to Canada. You know, that Canada air going to feel familiar to him. And I think he'll have an even better situation in Canada with Scotty Barnes. You know, they got a young team. They're still trying to put it together. But, um, yeah, RJ, man, he just needed a clean slate, I think, man. But, like I said, he a one-hand bandit, so you got to work on that right hand because he can't finish at the basket with both hands, and that's hurting him. Now, you make it that far to the NBA, and, you know, I wonder why a lot of lefties are dominant to their strong hand over the righties. That's kind of odd. But how and why would the Knicks give up two starters for OG when – he he's a great defensive player, but he's not much of a scorer. Or do they see he can be a better scorer, a bigger scorer, if given that type of role? Yeah, I think they brought him in for his defense. Like you said, he moved to puppies, man. He's one of the best on-ball defenders in the league, man. But I think it's another move that's going to happen. And I'm not saying this trade is going to happen, but I'm putting it out there. I think it's time to also put together a package Julius Randle, we all know, he plays go-to-hell ball sometimes. He has tunnel vision. I think it's time. I would like to see Laurie Markkinen, Utah Jazz, New York Knicks need to hop on a Zoom call because the Garden will love Laurie Markkinen. And I, I don't think it's going to – I don't think Julius Randle is that superstar that's going to help you get a championship. But I think what's really happening is nobody wants to say this in the media – but the New York Knicks realize now that they have to build around Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson is a star, man. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I really honestly wow. believe that. But you just looking at, you know, what obviously, man, Jalen Brunson's been able to do, man, has been nothing, you know, less than acceptable because nobody, including myself, would expect him to be where he is right now in his career as far as being a star of this basketball team. I mean, it, it – it, even with the East, the way that it is with Milwaukee and and Philadelphia and and Miami, the Knicks, even with this trade, it still doesn't give them what they need to be able to compete in the Eastern Conference because, just like you said, I, I, I believe that Julian needs a fresh start also. And I don't know where that's going to be, but I think Utah. it's time to move on from him. the Salt Lake City, Plex. Then on the Salt Lake City, it's nice mountains out there. I've been to Park Lake last All-Star. He needs to go out there in Utah. He got average. Man, can you imagine Julius Randle in Utah as the number one option? That's a, pro- that's a problem with Julius on the Knicks where it is, it's, it's Jalen Brunson's team now. He's the number one option. And I don't think that really sits well with Julius Randle some nights. Because some nights we've seen Julius get 35, 40. He, he, he's, a, he's a good player. We're not, we're, I'm not knocking him. I just think. You need a big. You need a big that's like six ten and up that can space the floor. And Laurie Marketing, I think the New York City crowd, the Garden would love Laurie in New York City. I'm just putting it out there in the atmosphere. That will be interesting, but I don't know if you can win if Jalen Brunson is your best player. When I say win, win the championship. Cause we appreciate your last minute, my G man. Take care. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. We'll see you. At the onset Anytime. of 2024, if we are lucky to be blessed, my guy. Appreciate you. Anytime, fellas. Wow. Yeah, I'm not – I don't know if you can win big, Plex, if uh, Jalen Brunson is your best player, but we'll get into that another day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second college football playoff game, Washington and Texas. How's that going to go? Who you like? You know what, man? I, I really don't know. 
I really don't know. But no, Plex, we, what, you know what yeah. we'll do? Let's take a break because we'll be up on time, and we'll discuss that after the break. Fox Sports Radio up on game. We'll be right back. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but... All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Welcome back in. Up on game live from the TireRack.com studios. I'm TJ Houshmanzada alongside Mr. Plaxico Burris. Before I left, was talking second college football playoff game. Number two, Washington Huskies versus the number three, Texas Longhorns. How do you see that game going? You know what, man? Um, I really don't know, to be honest with you. Uh, I think Texas is a really good team. Obviously, I haven't been able to watch Washington a whole lot, but I did see them, see them play about two or three games this year with Michael Penix, uh, who I thought was the uh, who I thought was the the Heisman Trophy winner with what 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 he was able to do. With this team this year, you know, uh, going undefeated now at thirteen, you know, and had, now they have the chance to win um, <clears throat> a national championship. I think the storyline for me is will will um, Texas defensively be able to slow down this spread offense? I think I think Texas has the better team. I do. If I was, uh, you, you know, a, a to say to say who will win this game, I would think Texas. But I think the one thing that concerns me about this is that will Texas be able to stop this high-powered offense or Washington? And I think that's <clears throat> what it's going to come down to. I, I think uh, you know uh, Texas is the better team, 
but and I, and, I, and I love Texas. I think yours and what the, what they've been able to do, Sarkeesian bringing in these group of guys. But uh, I'm just happy that they got in. I didn't think they were going to get in, but I think that one against Alabama, even though they're a one loss team, propelled them, you know, into this uh, third spot uh, of this college football. But I'm going to go Texas. I think it's going to be a really really close game. It may be the most exciting game of the two, but I think Texas is going to win this game probably by a field goal. This game is so close on paper. Washington's offense is crazy when you look at Michael Penix, possibly in the first round. Roma Dunze, probably a top 10 pick. Jalen McMillan, probably a second round pick. Jalen Polk, probably a second or third round pick. And, and so they have NFL guys as skilled players on offense when you talk to quarterback and the three receivers. I don't know what other team has that, not, just in college football alone, let alone the college football playoff, who has that collection of skilled players on one team that will probably be drafted fairly high. The game's going to be won or lost in the trenches. Washington's offensive line is good. Texas defensive line, if they can rush four and give UW problems, Texas wins this game. That That's going to be the key because in the Pac-12, outside of probably Oregon, who else has a premier defensive front? And that's just being honest, you know. Who else has a premier defensive front? that Washington is faced. And so Texas has a premier defensive line. They can rotate guys. They have depth. So to me, that's where the game will be won or lost. If Texas is able to pressure uh, Penix with four, it, it's it's going to be in Texas's favor because we Penix wants to sit in the pocket. Washington runs a lot of uh, plays that take time to develop. You know, they want to take shots down the field because they had these big-time receivers. And, and so that, to me, is where the game will be won or lost. Um, When when you go with Texas has the ball and Washington's on defense, if Quinn Ewers can stay healthy and and finish this game, um, can the receivers – Washington, they don't have a ton of first-round picks on defense, and and that doesn't matter. But can they slow them down? Xavier Worthy, extremely explosive receiver – A.D. Mitchell, explosive receiver. Can they slow them down? I like Texas in this game, but it will. to me the key is can Texas's defensive front put pressure on Penix? If they cannot without blitz, if they cannot and they have to blitz, mm-hmm. right. U-Dub's going to win this game. Yeah, I agree and with it's, you. I'm with you. It's This can go either way. It, this can mm-hmm. go either way. And, and they're just so evenly matched. Texas is so talented. But, man, Washington offensively, I don't know when's the last time we've seen a team right. this talented on offense in college football. Like, very, very, very interesting. We got to take a break. First hour coming. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.